We've got some practical insight for you today for this episode of ways to think outside of the box. That box that you get yourself trapped in, you get yourself stuck in, you get, uh, you're, you're surrounded by basically these, these invisible walls, these mental walls, these barriers. Um, they don't let you through and you get stuck because you're trying to think creatively, you're trying to think about new ideas, new ways to market, new things to come up with. And you have to get out of that in order to deliver this project, this deliverable, this, you know, whatever this is, a campaign or a video or new photos or whatever it is. And you're trying to get outside of the box, but you can only do, you know, maybe what you're doing, what you're seeing, what you're thinking. And we're trying to give you practical ways to get out of that box. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. I live in the box. I mean, that is my struggle. It is constantly something that I am fighting against. I, I, I have this imagery in my head where you imagine uh, a big like washing machine sized cardboard box, me stuck inside, completely like taped in, and now suddenly I can't breathe in this conversation. But if we move on, <laughs> recognizing that my fight is constantly trying to get outside of the box because it is not my natural skill set having those random creative ideas that just like dawn on you. You know, the, I'm, I'm jealous of people who can do that. I'm jealous of artists who create these amazing paintings and it's just from something in their, in their soul that they, you know, then contribute. And it's, it's amazing. It's, you look at this and you think, wow, this is such incredible inspiration. How did you do this? And that is just not my natural tendency. And so if you're like me, this episode is 100% for you <laughs> because I, I need this. This is not my strength. And I believe this is why Jay and I, we work so well together is you have this amazing ability to think outside of the box and to challenge the status quo and to just come up with fresh ideas that are really, honestly, I always respond with like, wow, that was out of left field, like just completely random but it's always a winner. Like it's always fantastic. And me, I am that practical steps person. I, I put boots to the ground and make sure that those ideas come to fruition. And this is why we're such an excellent team. So in talking about things, I wanted to ask you, Jay, how do you do this? Like share your amazing insight into ways that you think outside of the box. Until we started talking about this episode, I don't know that I would have identified that I had any sort of a system for this process, and I never would have identified it as a process. It just kind of felt like it was natural, um, which I think more and more I found out that a lot of the things that I do just naturally, you've told me that they're not so natural. Yeah, they're not. No, they're, that's just what makes you you. I'm smiling here because I recognize that that's your strength and that's why you can think outside the box and I struggle with it because it doesn't come naturally. One of the things that we have done and identified with is really not having a specific niche in which we serve. And I think that has made us unique in its own regard. So we have a lot of different skill sets outside of 
you know, one core thing. And so we've been able to help a large range of brands and people have asked me before, like we've worked with the, with construction, with builders and people have said, Oh, do you work specifically with builders? And my problem with that is that sometimes you can get so focused and they all start to look the same is that your ideas become the same and similar. And so what makes me unique or what makes us unique is being able to help out on a different level and serve on a different level. So if I am working with a builder, let's say I'll take a lunch break and I'll go to a restaurant or a bar or um, grab food somewhere from a food truck even. And then sometimes it'll allow me to think about what are these people doing that's working? Like what are they doing in the restaurant industry? And maybe how could we tie that and bring that into the construction industry? And because ultimately what they're doing is they're selling themselves. They're selling the brand, they're selling their product and people are there to buy food. If it's a restaurant, people are there to buy food, but they're not just buying food. They're buying the experience. They're buying whatever, whatever other opportunities. Yeah. Trust or the friendly staff or the environment or the camaraderie, right? And so you have then a construction company, a home builder, and they're selling homes, but they're selling a whole lot more than that. This is a good point to mention the importance of prioritizing, not copying other people, whether it's your competition or just a quick Google search of within your industry, recognizing that you are watering down your message and your brand by copying what has already been done. So if you want inspiration on getting outside, getting away from copying others, getting outside the box and... like bringing something inspirational to your brand, Get Different by Mike Michalowicz is a book that we've referenced before, but he has so many ideas in there on ways to market something. And one of the big examples that he uses is a baseball team whose mascot becomes the bananas. And it has nothing to do with baseball. And they sell, it's the Savannah Bananas, and they're in Georgia and They are, I believe it's Georgia, and they talk about like the fun. They bring the fun and the community and the excitement and the joy into the baseball industry and into watching baseball and seeing, being a part of the stadium and the atmosphere and everything. So Get Different can be inspirational. It's got incredible messages in it. It's got incredible ideas for ways to get away from the the normal thing. India talked about how she will Google something and she'll try to pull inspiration from different pieces. And I'll do that a little bit, but I, I hardly ever Google things for inspiration. And most of the time, I mean, for years now, it's been 10, we've been married for almost 12 years, so over 10 years, um, has been ideas that I've had to create things. And I, I can't count the number of times that somebody has said, Oh, did you get that idea off of Pinterest? Because what was it like six, eight years ago is when almost 10 years ago is when we kind of went through this whole, uh, phase of things where people were getting ideas from Pinterest and then everybody's houses started looking the same. 
And so you talk to people and they're like, oh, I built that too. I built one of those. And so I would have these ideas and I don't know exactly where I saw them. I don't know how I came up with them, but I, I can tell you that I wasn't finding these ideas on Pinterest. So then I would create something and somebody would say, oh, did you get that from, from Pinterest? And I was like, I no, I did not. Like I had this idea and then I would say, is it on Pinterest? And they would show me the picture of something very similar. And it was, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Like it was kind of encouraging and um, it was fun to do. We had a great time with it and we've created some really cool things, but um, copying is not necessarily, you know, the best option. It's not going to increase legitimacy. It's not going to increase authenticity. It is going to potentially get you in a legal situation. But then more than anything, it just doesn't make your brand unique. And companies have to market differently if you are a different brand. Your tip about exercise and going out to dinner with friends and kind of getting away out of that that headspace, it really reminds me of the conversation a couple of weeks ago with Michael Roderick. And that was episode 39 of our podcast, if you haven't listened to it already. But he was talking about the importance of letting your ideas rest. And he actually talked about how our brains are different and at different times of the day or different experiences that we're having and why you'll have random ideas come to you when you're in the shower. And I I thought it was such a valuable thing to share is recognizing that we need to get out of our own way and allow the ideas to just come at the right time. And that if we have all this pressure, this timing, this expectation, it will prevent us from coming up with these ideas. I find that I have quite a few ideas while I'm sleeping and I'll wake up and I will have had a dream or or it's right when I wake up and I'll have this idea. And so I started keeping a notebook right by my bed and writing things down. And sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll look at this notepad and I will have th- thought that it was incredibly legible and like I had this really great idea and then I'll wake up and I won't be able to read it. I won't be able to um, understand even the idea of what I was saying, but I'll have a notebook there. And I mean, I'd say nine times out of 10, I'm able to actually pull the idea and actually figure out what it was. But you have ideas when your, your brain rests and it's kind of like, I would assume that somebody listening has had this experience of you are going to bed and you have to get up. Let's say you're you have to catch a flight in the morning and so you have to be up at 3.30 a.m. And you go to bed and you're like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. And you're like, oh, I only have, you know, X number of hours. I've got five and a half hours to sleep if I fall asleep right now. And you know the exact minutes. And then you look at the clock and you're tossing and turning and it's 10.30 and then it's 11. And all you do is get more stressed out and more angry and more irritated and more frustrated because your sleep is diminishing literally by the minute. And you're like, now I'm just going to be upset when I go to the airport and it's going to be a terrible day and I'm going to have to fly six hours and then I'm going to get there. And then, uh, and then you start thinking about all the things that you have to do as soon as you land. I don't get to go and take a nap and right. And because that's kind of how life works is that Mm -hmm. we, we allow ourselves to get so wrapped up 
And what happens is that when you're inside of that box, you start stressing out about how close the walls are. Like, mm, yeah. think back to the trash compactor scene in, in Star Wars. And, yeah. and like the, the intensity, the pressure literally builds as the walls get closer and closer. And the same happens when we are in a tight situation. Mm-hmm. And although it does seem counterproductive, let's say it is Monday and you've got a deadline on Friday and you're stressed out, you're nowhere near where you should have been. This project really should have been done last Friday. It's not where it needs to be. And so with each minute that passes, you get more stressed out. But I think sometimes all we're doing is actually making the box smaller. Mm-hmm. And not because of anyone else's doing. Now, if your boss comes in and says, hey, I need that actually by Wednesday, they've made the box smaller. But if if the deadline's still Friday, with each passing moment, the more stressed out you get, you are effectively making the box smaller. Mm-hmm. I know that one of your favorite tips in thinking creatively is collaboration. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I love talking to people that inspire me and i have i have certain friends that india doesn't like me talking to Um, (laughs) sounds terrible i love them if you're listening i love you um but i one of my one of my favorite people in the world to collaborate with is my friend steve and he is so much fun and india does love you steve Um, i really do (laughs) but I I cannot speak highly enough of my conversations with Steve and they're fun. They're exciting. And India and I have had lots of conversations about different ideas that we've pulled from there. And um, I I would say that 99.9% of these ideas have gone nowhere. Like we really just had these conversations, but I never am drained Mm -hmm. by these conversations. I always come away inspired and excited and even though they might not amount to anything it's still somebody who he has no shortage of ideas or creativity or passion or excitement Mm -hmm. he is he is so gung-ho about any idea that you come up with and when you get around people like that that don't see the wall that most Mm -hmm. people see. They don't see the four walls, the ceiling. There's literally no cap to the idea. And when you get around that person, they're inspiring to talk to because you can dream as big as you want to. Mm -hmm. Well, and the reason that I've struggled with your conversations with Steve, because I think it's, it's a valid point to bring up, is that as a practical steps person, when there are a million ideas, my brain just goes into overdrive trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we make these ideas happen? And so I think that it's, there's a happy medium, like finding ways to have conversations and have collaboration, but then also to make sure that the ideas and, and this is where my, my box comes in, right? My rules is because then I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about it unless it's something that's viable and worth talking about. Whereas your guys's conversations are 
let's just do it. And then you, you talk about something that's like wild and crazy and it doesn't matter how much time you're talking because it's energizing and it's exciting. And for me, it can be almost stressful because I'm trying to figure out how to make these things happen instead of just being in the moment and enjoying the conversation. In those conversations is we have brought Steven for certain conversations and, um, and I will make a disclaimer, the names used in this podcast have not been changed to protect <laughs> this person's identity. But we have actually brought India in on conversations to help because her strength is in a completely different spot than mine and Steve's strength. And so we are very much in the ideation area of things and India is practical steps. She will help put... Um, practical steps to it. If you have worked with us and had us create a breakthrough blueprint for you, then you know that when you get that, that blueprint back, when you get this whole document, it is detailed with how to effectively reach your 12 month goals. And so it's laid out by quarter. It's laid out with strategic ideas and systems to put in place and ideas for how to execute and get moving in that direction. Now, when Steve and I collaborate, when I collaborate with just about anybody, there are not a lot of practical steps. So we will go really big. We'll have a ton of fun. We'll put a ton of ideas on the whiteboard. And then India will come in and she'll say, all right, so what do we need to do right now? And, and I'll look at the other person and go, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Every time. What, I don't know is what's what, said. Yeah. I don't know. And India is so good at designing those steps and helping us put practical steps in place in order to get to a place we need to be. So for example, we're going to have this collaboration meeting and then uh, it's, you know, it's Monday. So the following Monday, we're going to, we're going to have another meeting and we're going to talk. And so India will put into a document and notes of what needs to be done by next Monday with expectation of this needs to happen in order for us to continue the conversation. So if you are a collaborator, if you are an idea person, if you love that brainstorming step, have someone available to talk to, to work with, to challenge you on how to make these ideas actually happen. Mm, yes. And I also want to speak to that, the collaboration as well is recognizing that if you're the person that's like, like me, who is that practical steps person, and you do feel overwhelmed by that box and the walls and the, the fear, uh, just the things that limit us from taking that step forward is having somebody that can be like that Jay or that, that Steve person where they can talk and, and not, don't limit the conversation, you know, <laughs> disclaimer there. I struggle with that. Don't limit it with any sort of negativity, allow the whiteboard to get crazy. But then when it comes time to put those legs to those ideas, then start that practical steps process and create that system. Because if you surround yourself with creative people, people, and not to say that I'm not creative because I absolutely am. I can come up with creative ideas. I can't do what you do on the scale to which you do it, Jay. And even though I'm jealous of that at times, I recognize that this is what makes us work so well as a team. 
And so as a marketer in an environment where maybe you're the only one, it's important to go find someone that you can collaborate with that has the strengths that will support your own. So how do you think outside of the box? How do you get outside the box? You have to get outside of the box. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's <laughs> that that may not be helpful. Like and we probably should have actually just led with that. Like to get outside of the box, you could just get outside of the box. <laughs> and I no, wish it was that easy. It's really not that helpful because there are so many ways to get outside of the box and you have to do something. And so build in time to allow yourself to think creatively or put yourself in different environments or to be somewhere else or to talk to different people. Whatever it is that works for you, think of the time, think back to the time when you came up with some of your best ideas or your most effective ideas or where you had your, we'll call them your greatest moments of working through a project and do more of that. Mm, I like that. And it's not, it's not easy. I think that coming up with i with creative ideas is an interesting thing you look at people who are not in creative fields and i think creativity is required in most things to a certain level but you look at people who have strategic systems for how to do things right there's a there's a sales process it's strategic you do step one, step two, step three, step four. You have somebody who is building a home and you have, you know, you're starting on the dirt work on the foundation, then you're building the floor, then you're building the walls, then you're putting a roof on, right? And you're, you've got a system in place. And again, there's creativity involved in that to some extent, but you're following plans. Creativity has very flu- very few blueprints. It has very few plans. And so you're in an industry where there's not really a specific roadmap for how to address certain topics. And that's why you are needed because not everybody can live life and do a job free form. A lot of people need step-by-step, day-by-day, minute-by-minute instruction. And you are unique because of the way that you operate. And so to get outside of this box, you have to get yourself outside of the box. Mm -hmm. Do something different. Read a book, exercise, collaborate, go hang out with some friends, go hang out and get dinner by yourself. Take a nap. Take a nap. Sometimes... Oh man, taking a nap can be the most effective thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, see if, talk to your boss, see if you can get permission to just take a nap in the office. Like (laughs) I will say, I'm, I, I'm my own boss. So sometimes it works a little bit better because my boss is a pretty understanding guy. (laughs) Um, But I will say that sometimes like literally when you're in the middle of a project and you're getting overwhelmed and you're starting to get a little bit tired and your, your eyelids are getting heavy and just falling asleep right there and having giving yourself permission in some ways like nope this is okay like i need to rest i need to refresh and not be overwhelmed by this and not be burdened then uh, that can be really useful so take some time make some plans figure out what you personally need to do in order to get outside of this box as always thanks for listening we hope this was helpful for you i'm curious what is useful for you Or 
what ideas, what things that we did not mention have you used to get outside of the box, to think outside of the box, send those over to me at aha at marketingbreakthrough.co, A-H-A at marketingbreakthrough.co. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening to us. And we are so excited. We will see you in the next episode. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource designed to provide tools to implement your next breakthrough idea to access other resources, or to book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, go to marketingbreakthrough.co.